Hello everyone, my name is Tamika. I am a writer and a lover of all forms of storytelling. What I'm reading currently is Empire of Pain. Now this, I, I went on this deep dive after watching the Dope Sick limited series it, it finished i think about two weeks ago so um and after watching that i was so fascinated with what was going on that i had to uh just read everything i could find and the empire of pain is not the book that the limited series is based on that one i can't remember the name of it but I believe the author is um, Beth. Is it Beth Macy? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. It is the same name. So it's the limited seri series Dope Sick is based on the name. I mean, the book by the same name. And that author is Beth Macy. I haven't read that yet. But I am reading The Empire of Pain, which is written by um, Patrick Radden Keefe. Keith. So this book is, is, is actually fascinating. I'm still at the very beginning. I'm like 40 pages in, but I, I can tell I tend to read these books kind of slow. I'm, I'm not like, I, I don't know why people love to say, Oh, I read it in one day. I'm not one of those readers. I'm not in competition with anyone. I will read this slow. It will probably take me months and I'm fine with that. <laughs> But it is fascinating. I am enjoying that and I would recommend it. Um, again, I also would recommend the Dope Sick uh, series on Hulu. That was really great. And I'm so glad it wasn't um, a regular series. I'm glad it was a limited series because, I don't know, just I, I was starting to get really anxious about how it was going to end and, and, and what was going to happen to the people. I think around episode five, I was, re I, I could tell I couldn't take this for a long period of time <laughs> like because just, just watching people um, who are dealing with addiction and the families as well. I mean, it, it's, it's a really tough thing anyway. I'm getting off the subject, but that's, that's been what I've been up to as far as stories. So that's what I'm reading this week. Again, my name is Tamika. Glad you're here. Hope you enjoy the episode. Today I am talking about one of my favorite actresses, Miss Goldie Hawn. I don't remember when I fell in love with her, but I just love many of her movies. I, I, I'm not sure if I've seen them all, 
but I know I've seen quite a bit of her films and I think believe it or not I would say she is underrated but she is one of the geniuses in comedy who has been doing it for decades so um Miss Goldie Hawn kind of went into a semi-retirement, I would say. And I'm not sure if she ever emphatically stated it, but from the looks of it, she definitely has slowed down with making movies. And I do remember one time, um, I believe it was on the Oprah show, she said, she was talking about the movie with the other two actresses, um, The Good Wife, The First Wives Club. <laughs> I think that's what it's called with um, Diane Keaton and um, Bette Midler. Um, Goldie Hawn was talking about doing a sequel and she said, now keep in mind this was before the Me Too movement, I mean, this was years ago, obviously. It was, I think it was on the Oprah show. So this, we're talking a while ago. But um, she, was, she said there was, you know, she was in discussions, I guess, negotiations um, as far as salary negotiations um, to do a sequel. And as far as I know, that movie was a hit. But when it came time for negotiations... I guess the, I don't know who it would have been, the producers or whoever, but they weren't wanting to give Goldie what she was asking for. Obviously, she didn't state that amount, but she, and the interesting thing is she pointed out how it was a woman who was telling her no. And she was like, you know, that's such a slap in the face. (laughs) And it's, I just find that so interesting because I I was wondering why there would not have been a sequel since it was a hit. And I, I don't know. I, I thought that was such a big win for women and women of that age. I hate to say it, but you just don't see movies where you have three lead actresses you know, who's who's not, you know, in their 20s. I mean, usually if it's actresses, they're, you know, 20s and 30s, but you don't see them that age. And I don't know how old they were. I'm thinking like 40, 50-ish at that time when they made that film, but it was a good film. It was a great film. I enjoyed it. The sequel didn't happen. I don't know if that was the main reason or whatever, but I found that interesting that they weren't even willing to give Goldie Hawn what she asked for. And, oh well, we will never see that, I guess. But today I want to talk about Goldie Hawn and her daughter, Kate Hudson. So these two ladies have never shared the big screen together. And I want to attempt (laughs) to write a story idea that we can see them saying yes to. So that is what I do this time around. Stay tuned.
Now, Kate Hudson got her start with Almost Famous. That's not a movie I saw, but it was a success for her. Um, Oh, goodness. I want to say she won an Oscar. Did she win an Oscar for um, Almost Famous? Let me look that up. Um, because (laughs) you would think I would have had this ready, (laughs) but yes. So this was a movie directed, written and directed by um, Cameron Crowe. And it's, again, it's not a movie I saw, but it's a movie I think about like rock stars and groupies and stuff. I don't know. (laughs) I shouldn't even say. (laughs) I am not doing it justice, but, uh, it, it was in it. I believe it was an indie film. Um, but it went on to do better than expected, I think. Or did it? (laughs) Okay. You know what? Now that I'm reading it, so Wikipedia says it. It only made about $47 million, um worldwide at the box office, but the budget was about $60 million, so it wasn't, it wasn't that much of a success. <laughs> but I think, yes, it, the critical acclaim was really great. Um, oh, they were nominated. Okay. All right, so she did not win an Oscar, but she was nominated for one. Okay, so that was her first film, Miss Kate Hudson, um, Almost Famous. And I remember, um, I think it was Kurt, Kurt Russell, who um, was telling the story on a one of those late night talk shows. And he was talking about how Goldie was the one who really, um, I guess, helped Kate with making the decision about what her first film would be. Because I think she was considering, I don't know if it was, it was one of those big box office franchises that she was considering at first. And then Goldie said, According to Kurt, Goldie said, um, do you really want that to be your first film? And, you know, when I think about the people like with the Star Wars and those really big franchises that people know and love, it seems like when you make that your first film, I don't know, I don't don't know. Hmm. I mean, I guess it can go either way, but I think I can't remember which one it was, but she Kate Hudson had had an opportunity to be in one of those films. And Goldie was the one who told her, maybe you don't want to go in that direction (laughs) just because maybe that might pigeonhole her or something. I don't know. But Kate ended up choosing Almost Famous as her first film. And if you look at her 20 years later, it looks like that worked out for her. So 
there you have it <laughs> but yeah so that is kate um she has done a slew of a plethora of romantic comedies she's that's pretty much her niche if you can call it a niche <laughs> but you know that that's her that that's her area that's her prime she was made for that and so yeah there you have it okay so because both of these ladies are pretty talented i'm going to give you two scenarios so one is a comedy and one is a drama the comedy i'm thinking i'm going to go with i don't know i see goldie playing an older actress i like that idea i know that's like <laughs> i don't know but i like that so what i'm thinking is she is an actress who was forced out of hollywood because she was pushing for equal rights for women she wanted to be paid what her male counterparts were being paid and she had the box office results to demand that but she wasn't getting paid what she felt she she deserved so she gets pushed out she retires and she has been gone from hollywood for let's say a decade okay and then Hollywood, uh, let, let's say the Oscars are experiencing some tension within the community and people, people are boycotting the Oscars and don't want to watch and blah, blah, blah. So they call on Goldie's character um, to accept a Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, she's still mad at Hollywood. She does not like the idea of that. But she also doesn't like the idea of a Lifetime Achievement Award because she feels like that's kind of a solidification of you're done. <laughs> so she is reluctant to agree to this. Now, the Oscars, the Academy, they want her because the people love her. And so if she accepts this award, people would most likely watch the show. So this is kind of her helping them out. But then they see this as a win for her as well, because she hasn't been seen in public for years. And this would be a big audience for her to reemerge into. <laughs> Now, then you have Kate Hudson's character. Okay, so I'm thinking with Kate Hudson's character, she's like the new Godihan, or not the new, but she's the younger version of her, except she's more successful, right? So she's gotten the awards, she's gotten the pay, um, the salary that Goldie always wanted. So... Goldie Hawn's character is slightly 
jealous and harbors animosity towards Kate Hudson's character for her success. And guess what? So Kate Hudson would be the one, her character would be the one to present Goldie Hawn's character with the Lifetime Achievement Award. However, Goldie Hawn has one demand. She will accept this Lifetime Achievement Award if, only if, someone else can give it to her. <laughs> so that's my idea for a comedy, okay? And, hmm, I don't know. I, I see many things happening there. I think, and Goldie is so freaking funny. I can see her just doing whatever with that. But anyway, that's my idea for a comedy. Okay. Okay. So I feel like I did not do Kate Hudson's character justice. Like I focused heavily on Miss Goldie Hawn's character. So I need to develop... Kate Hudson's character a little bit more. I need to flesh her out more. So let's see. We know she's an actress. She's, mm, I'm going to say she's late 30s. She's in her late 30s. She's a 30 something actress in her prime. She has won multiple awards. Um, she has starred in many successful box office hits, and she also has received critical acclaim for her films as well. So she, she is just the all around success story. Now, what's her deal? Hmm. I am not quite sure I must say. <laughs> So, um, how, what, what, what can we do to develop her character? I was thinking, should she have kids? I don't think I want her to have kids. Maybe. I don't, I don't think they'll, I don't know. For the comedy, I think we'll, we'll leave the kids out for now. Let's say her issue is that she mm, we're thinking about this on the spot people <laughs> break it news so let's say her issue is that she um goes viral for having an altercation okay so she gets into it with a cast member and goes viral and then everybody from her past comes out of the woodworks to talk about what a chore it is like to work with Kate Hudson's character so you know the public sees her as this great big success story and everybody loves her but behind the scenes her fellow actors the producers directors they 
all hate her. They just despise her. She's just horrible to work with. She's difficult. She's this, she's that. And so finally, people start speaking out about her behavior. And she is now going on this apology tour. You know how everyone goes on an an apology tour. That's the way to go in 2020, 2021, and so on. (laughs) So she's on her apology tour. And she hasn't been in a film, let's say, in maybe a year now. Let's, Let's go with a year. A year, maybe two years. So she's really trying to get back to that leading woman status. And she accepts this um, job to present Goldie Hawn's character with the Lifetime Achievement Award because she hasn't been on a red carpet in over a year and she really wants to get back to that. So, yeah, I would go with that for Kate Hudson's character. Okay, so now you're wondering what would a drama be for Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Now, I know Goldie Hawn is known for her comedies more so than her dramas, but if you check out her resume, Goldie Hawn is a pretty versatile actress. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, I I think she can do it all. She is just... And I discovered, thanks to YouTube, that Miss Goldie Hawn has some dance moves. I mean, she... And I I read her book years ago, years, years, years ago. (laughs) The book that her autobiography, I read that. I forgot the name of it, but it's the one with her face and it's got all those beautiful colors on it. But it's it's the only book she wrote, I believe, anyway. So I don't know why I'm explaining it. Anyway, she did um, say in there how she studied dancing. She went to some school, or I can't remember exactly. But she did study dance. And just looking at her figure and how she has maintained her figure over the years, she does have a dancer's body. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, you have that. And then um, Kate, well, I, I think her, her resume speaks for itself as well. She's she's versatile as well. So they, both ladies can do comedy and drama. So my idea for a drama. Now, this is it's kind of heavy, kind of heavy. <laughs> but what I see them doing is... It would be a film about a woman. Let's say she's, I want to say she's 40 something, but she could be 30 something. It doesn't matter. Um, She is a divorcee. She has two small young children, let's say. Um, And after the recent divorce and she loses her job as as a professor at a prestigious university she goes into a deep depression and has a failed attempted suicide um i kind of see this as a dramedy 
because it, it would be the aftermath. It's, it's, it would start after the attempted suicide. So it wouldn't show that part, but it would show her getting her life together after the failed suicide attempt. So that would be Kate Hudson's character. She, um, you know, is at a very low point in her life and is trying to pick the pieces back up. And then her mother, who would be played by Goldie Hawn, is dealing with how to be involved in her daughter's life, but also how, how to support her daughter in this time in her life where she is she clearly is struggling but at the same time she harbors resentment for her daughter for wanting to take her own life and she considers it selfish so she's having to deal with figuring out how to be there for her daughter but at the same time come to terms with the suicide attempt and what it means to her so this is a pretty heavy one i don't know i don't know i see it as a dramedy i know it sounds weird <laughs> it is about suicide i'm sorry i'm not laughing at suicide like it's funny please don't take that please don't take offense to that but what i picture in my head are like i see drama and comedy in that situation just because it's family and you know, things get crazy with family. Whenever family is involved, even when you don't mean to be funny, things turn out funny. But obviously suicide is a serious situation. So I think those two ladies would be lovely for that. Um, I don't know. You tell me what you think. So those are my ideas for the talented mother-daughter duo, uh, Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Um, if there's somebody out there who you would like to see on the big screen, uh, if there's a duo out there who you would like to see on the big screen together, let me know who they are and what is a movie idea you have for them. Okay, so this brings this episode to a close. I do want to mention I have a short story available on Amazon Kindle. And if you have the Kindle Unlimited subscription, you can borrow it. It's called Levitate. It's about a spoiled rich girl who owns an escape room business. She is um, seeking help from social media influencers. One of them has happens to be Mr. 704. And he is not so receptive to the idea of helping Miss um, Tahira promote her new business. And so you follow their story. Again, it's called Levitate. It's on Amazon Kindle. And you can borrow it if you don't want to purchase it, if you have that uh, Kindle Unlimited subscription. So thank you again for listening. Tell me your thoughts about today's episode. And... Um, Hopefully you will continue to listen if you have any ideas for my podcast, like any other, I don't know, duos, any, 
any ideas for that the podcast that you think are related to the content that you hear already i do have a blog by the same name junkieforastory.com you can go there to um send me an email if you want to contact me i am on social media I'm not super active, but I'm on there. <laughs> My handle is IMO Tamika. Usually you can find me wherever, but if you want to reach out that way as well. And thank you again for listening. And I hope to see you in the next episode. I guess I wouldn't see you, but I hope to have you as a listener in the next episode. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Thank you.